Hello and welcome to the podcast We Are Selling. My name's Lee Woodward, appearing on behalf of Realtair. Realtair is the platform of choice that allows you to pitch, sign and sell real estate. Today's topic is by one of your requests. And the requests that we have come in at the moment are all around managing vendor expectations. And this falls in line with many of our great tips that we've been doing, such as a well-informed owner is easy to manage. However, these conversations sometimes aren't enough to get the owner to understand how we need to improve the price in order to get the result. We've also spoke in the last few weeks of the broadcasting of the owner. What they're saying in weeks one, two and three is very different in weeks five, six and seven. And when I look at the managing vendor expectations challenge, it's because facts and evidence are the only way to cut through. Otherwise, the owner thinks we're just adjusting price to get it sold quick or sold at all and get that result. So today's tip is about predictive reductions in price or where the owner can arrive on price. Let me explain what I mean. When we look at our vendor management sequence, it would have started at the very first listing conversation. And that's when we asked about those questions. Have you definitely made the decision to sell the property? Why have you chosen now to put the property on the market in one of our most changed marketplaces. And that technique was all around getting to the truth, where the owner would give you a real reason why they are moving or releasing the asset. We then had in the second part of our sequence, after we've got to the truth, of the commitment fee. And the commitment fee was its very own audio podcast that we did about the owners investing the funds to present the property correctly to market do those repairs that are required, and the sale funder product was the one we showcased within that podcast. Our next part of the sequence is confirming we've had the conversation with the owner that it's our job to protect the asset, and we will be doing that through staged marketing and adjusting the price down to the buyer engagement level, which is very different to throwing it up there, leaving it up there and seeing what happens. And most homes out there right now that are achieving their result have been adjusted three or four times. And this is the good news that we haven't undersold the asset. With the property listed, Step four in our sequence is the thank you for listing email. And this email is very important. It's got the nice greeting. It talks about the communication and deliverables of what we're going to be doing, the marketing, the inspections, what will happen with all possible offers, our challenges that a marketplace can have, such as people knocking on your door. Everything that you do in your setup to sell meeting has to be in the thank you for listing email because that is the index of information that we require to bring back up in the future. But one of those points must be around reporting back to you on price. And this is probably the most important part of today's tip. As an industry, we all use the term the vendor report. And I'd ask you to give consideration to changing that to a progress report. We're not reporting on the vendor's health, it's the progress of the property. 
And in that progress of the property, you want to make sure you're including all the actions that you've completed so that they can see how much work you're doing on it. Otherwise, everything you do is invisible and it's just not sold. Now, in some of the software, I've seen how you can report upon the owner's expectation as one of the fields of the scoreboard and then what the buyer, average buyer feedback has been. And this is all interesting, but feels very standard to me. I think if I was working an owner today, I'd have no different to being at the cricket match when you can see the scoreboard. What's the score? Where are we up to? And if you could picture a beautiful digital SMS-based scorecard, the owner would, and I say text because email's great and you can put all your commentary in there, But there's something about the scoreboard technique that works really well. And you can just see it all boxed up with headings and numbers, and that's the facts and evidence. And I know some of our brilliant Realtor users have been using Pitch, where they've actually got their own configuration of just headings, boxes, and numbers to be that live report. And the reason for doing that is you can see when they open it, And you can still use your CRM-based reports as a stored PDF as the source of truth that came from the software. But I think the running scoreboard could be a great advantage, all based upon one number I'm going to share with you. But let's look at what would be in the scorecard. Box 1, Physical Inspections. Box 2, Internet Inspections, which is everyone who's gone through the portals to see the property, whereas we used to use the term hits, internet inspections is correct. Offers, contracts issued, promotions. Now, promotions mean you did a bulk email this week. I did a bulk text out this week. I rang 135 people about the property. We've launched on realestate.com.au. We've sent, we've done, but promotions is a very important thing to report upon. Then we've got interested parties. We've drawn interest. And then we get to the numbers. Buyer engagement level, meaning the buyers seem to be around about that 900 mark. Owner's expectation, 1.1. And then this is the number I want to report on. Possible sale price, 990. Now, this could be referred to as the field of courage. Actually explaining to the owner, each week, I'll look at the buyer engagement level. I understand your expectations, but it's my job to report back on the marketplace. And right now, based on all the facts and evidence that we have, 990 seems to be the possible sale price we're going to end up with. Now, the owner can respond to that. I won't sell for that. I'm not doing it. That's completely up to you when you choose to release the asset. And if someone comes in above that, but to give you accurate market feedback, that seems to be when the market has spoken, where the figure is. If I had to give you a number right now of the possible sale price, that's where it's sitting. Let's see how we go next week. Now, by having this conversation, you're getting the number out in the open. And they're not going to be happy with that when they see that number. But next week, they're starting to adjust to that idea. And maybe that is what it's worth. And this is a great way of educating the owner 
and integrating them into the true possible sale price. But in communicating this to them, there is a chance that someone could go above that. But if I had to give you a figure, and I will do that, and it's private to you and I, the possible sale price right now seems to be. The next part of our vendor sequence, separate to the scorecard reporting, is the just listed, just sold of properties. So, for example, Ray White's just sold a property. A competing person has just sold a property. And the owner's going to drive past that signboard and go, wow, look at them. Very important when you're speaking with all buyers, which one did you buy? That way we can report back to the owner, the person we brought through your home three weeks ago has just bought that property from Ray White. Otherwise, the owner thinks the agent's better, not even giving consideration to that consumer, saw their place and bought that one. The next part of our vendor sequence is the use of brilliant text messages. Hi, Helen, I'm in the office till 11 o'clock. Please call me if you need anything. If not, I'll speak to you at 5 p.m. today. And remember, you've also got the chance to hit text, swipe, video. Hi, Helen, I'm just out the front of this particular property. It has just sold. The purchaser did come through your property two weeks ago. So when you see the sign, just know they did see yours. They had a preference for this one. And they said it was volume. It was a bigger home, not as well presented as yours, but more space and they can't afford to renovate. The next part of our sequence, and we're getting to the end here, is the sit down, we need to improve the price meeting. However, based on this sequence so far, the fact that the possible sale price number has been out in the open for a long time, that's the leverage that's going to let this work for you. Now, if you get that reduction, which is how we've improved the price, that should engage the offer. And if the offer is then not accepted, we go to the next part of our sequence, which is, and it's the final part of our sequence, the everything email. Now, for those of you who've attended the Complete Salesperson course, you will know the Everything Email well, as it states out a full business case history story of who's seen it, what they thought, the, the challenges of the property, what they wanted to see different, and then most importantly, the agent's recommendation to go ahead. But as always, the Everything Email is a break glass in an emergency technique, because if they say no after that, I think you'll be giving the property back to the owner, moving on and trying to find something else that is saleable or someone who really wants to move and release the asset. And that concludes another tip for We Are Selling. Big thank you to all the feedback that we are receiving on the program. And for those of you that are attending the Complete Salesperson course, I look forward to seeing you in your state when that arrives. And then for those that are not on the Realtor platform yet, please reach out to Realtor.com and book your demonstration. I'm Lee Woodward, appearing on behalf of Realtor. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week.